Hello and welcome to You Me and the Economy. Here is your weekly roundup of economy and finance. Let's begin with the world of international finance. After scraping its ease of doing business last year, the World Bank is determined to make a comeback in 2023 with a new name and approach, Business Enabling Environment Project. According to the bank, the proposed BEE project will include a balanced focus on both the regulatory framework and provision of public services. The bank said the new report will serve the institution's twin goals of eliminating poverty and boosting shared prosperity. As per a pre-concept note posted on the bank's official website, the bank aims to move quickly to realize these. The Coalition for Human Rights and Development has released a new collective report under the title Missing Receipts. The report looks into the role the international financial institutions play in COVID-19 response and also looks into their failings. The report presents concrete evidence dug over past two and a half years. Built on several global and national level case studies, the report highlights several structural issues such as corruption, conditionalities, lack of participation from grassroots, mounting debt and more. The Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank is updating its energy sector strategy. For this purpose, it is also starting a process of public consultation for civil society organizations to be a part of this process. The session is now scheduled for the coming 25th February in the backdrop of repeated unmet requests from CSOs. No public disclosure has been made in relation to any approach paper guiding the overall update process of the energy policy. Coming back to the Indian economy, the crucial story this week is coming from Gujarat. The ABG Shipyard Bank fraud case has been dubbed as the biggest bank fraud case in the country's history. Mr. Agarwal of ABG Shipyard has been accused of a loan fraud of 22,842 crore taken from 28 banks. What is it that leads to such massive frauds? This is the deliberately flawed lending policy that has added to increasing fraud loans and non-performing assets over the years. The total fraud loans in the year 2020-21 amount to over 1,37,000 crores, which accounts for 99% of all bank frauds. This is substantially higher than the center's revised estimate for the year 2021-22, which was just a little over 86,000 crores. The NPAs of the scheduled commercial banks in the country stood at Rs 8.35 lakh crore in March 2021, of which about 77.9% were the loans that remained unpaid by large corporate borrowers mostly from the public sector banks. ABG Shipyard, in fact, was one of the initial dirty dozen. The first 12 cases referred to the IBC in June 2017, but it remains unresolved for nearly five years now. In the previous year's budget, it was announced that India would have a new government-owned development finance institution by the name of National Bank of Financing, Infrastructure and Development. It came into existence through the enactment of an act in the same name by the parliament in March last year. Share capital of this new development finance institution worth Rs 20,000 crore was allotted to the central government as per a notification by Department of Financial Services. It had earlier been informed that the new DFI would be set up with an initial paid-up capital of Rs 20,000 crore. The DFI will commence its operations in April to June quarter. It holds a key position in India's infrastructure growth by providing the initial capital for several projects and also paving way for more private investments. But more than the quantum of funds mobilized, what would matter is the kind of environmental and social safeguards brought into place, along with ensuring transparency and accountability. 
In another development, government-owned India Infrastructure Finance Company Limited or IIFCL invested rupees 325 crore by participating in issue of non-convertible debt securities by Virus and Renewable Energy Trust. This is a kind of infrastructure investment trust also called INVIT. In a way, INVITs are like mutual funds. But like mutual funds, instead of owning financial securities, INVITs own and manage real infrastructure assets. This was the company's first such investment in a bond issued by an invit but this is not their sole investment in invits the company has informed that by the end of march this year the company would invest rupees 1500 crore in invits along with another 200 crore rupees in infrastructure bonds invits as investment instruments are an emerging domain in india and the regulations around them are still evolving it should be noted that invits as a kind of financial intermediary would make things much more difficult to pinpoint they would make it difficult to determine the responsibility behind investments that could have adverse social and environmental impact In the budget this year it was announced that eight ropeway projects covering 60 kilometers will be constructed in hill states such as Uttarakhand Himachal Pradesh Manipur Jammu Kashmir and the northeastern states under the National Ropeway Development Program Parvatmala Its aim is to enhance connectivity and to give a boost to tourism in hilly areas The Environment Ministry which is supposed to play a key role in ensuring that various development projects do not cause any adverse impact on the environment came up with a proposal It said that ropeway projects could be exempted from carrying out the environment impact assessment or EIA as it is usually a lengthy and time consuming process. Justification has been given by the ministry under the title of fast tracking the implementation of such projects in hill states. It is time that we demand higher monitoring of adverse impacts of projects and tighter regulations. But the environment ministry itself is recommending to waive of EIA requirement. This could have adverse effects on the already fragile environment of these areas. So this was all for today's episode we'll meet next week with more updates in the world of finance and economy until then check out our website mentioned in the description and keep listening to you me and the economy